Thank you, Brian. That was a great time of worship. It's good hearing your voices. It's good to be back here this morning. Anybody get any sleep? No. Nah. Yep. Yeah. Junior hires, yeah. You know they didn't. <laughs> we heard you had some good discussion last night in your groups just about the message that we brought last night, kind of kick it off. Uh, I want to say, I just want to say for this group, I've, I've stood up in front of a lot of groups of young people over the years, and I just uh, want to honor you for your uh, just willingness to kind of lean in and, and hear the word and, and be attentive. Usually at a camp like this, there's your one or two knucklehead groups that you've got to kind of point out. Haven't had that yet, but the week's, you know, the weekend's not over. I'm just saying, I just want to say, uh, applaud you for focusing in, hearing, you know, and then letting God do a work in your heart with his word. Uh, today we're going to talk about, uh, again, the theme is let there be light. Let there be light. Today, this morning, God is our light when we choose darkness. Now, a little different thought about today versus last night. Why do you talk about darkness? This is two times we've talked about darkness. I thought this was about the light. You have to understand, the more you know about the depth of what darkness is, the more you can appreciate and realize the power of the light. So knowing what light is and God's light and who and what he is is, is really more fully known by understanding the depth of the darkness of fear. For one, last night, last night was about the darkness of fear that came over you, today is about really the darkness of sin. It's like the choices that you make in your life, and you might say, ah, oh, man, I don't want to hear this. Well, hang on. Here's the underlying thought about sin being exposed. Usually we, we, we face this when, 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 we're, when sin's talked about, and we're living in sin, or we have episodes of our life where we're choosing sin, we kind of want to have the shame, hide, isolate from God. That's not where we're going today. That's the enemy's approach to you understanding what sin is. This passage and these scriptures we're going to talk about really reveal to us that the light God is going to shine in the sin of your life, that you choose in your life, is not saying, I beat you down and condemn you, but I, I rescue you out of it. Come to the light. The exact opposite of what the devil wants you to think when you think about sin. So here it is. God is our light when we choose darkness. So often we let people and culture and media influence our decision-making, and we find ourselves distant from God, living our life in darkness. That is the darkness of sin, in desperate need of God's light to shine on us and reveal the change who we are. So, that's where we're going this morning. A heavy thought for a Sunday morning. John 12, 35. We'll start. We have a few passages we're going to go into. The first one is John 12, 35. Just look at, look at the word here. Uh, Jesus said to them, anytime you see that, you want to listen. Because what he said to them, he is right now saying to every one of you, the light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness, sin, overtakes you. Here's a real important piece. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he's going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of the light. There is a Real important offer to you that if you will make the right choice today about sin and who the Savior is, he will make you the sons of him, the sons of the light. 
John 1, 5, it says this, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, now let me stop right there. I'm going to have a little vote now. Now, I want to ask you a question. I want you to be real and sincere about it. Now, don't just follow the crowd because everybody else raises their hand, but you make a, a one-second thought about, does this describe you? And then if it does, raise your hand. So if we say we have fellowship with him, do you have fellowship with God? If yes, raise your hand. Most of us, not all of us, that's okay. Go ahead and put them down. Real safe place. Better to be honest than to live a lie. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. That lie is to ourselves. We lie to ourselves. We live in denial. If we say we have fellowship, we love God, we believe we're his children, but yet we choose, a, not that we stumble in sin because we all stumble in sin, but we, we make a choice that we live in sin. You're lying to yourself. That's what he's saying here. And he doesn't say that to condemn you. We'll find out later. He's saying that to say, hey, wake up. Face reality. Come out of that life because there's a better life. We can be the sons of the light. Now, Jesus here, he connects light and life and makes them inseparable. Look at John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. This is Jesus talking. Whoever follows me, again, follow me. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness. Meaning you'll never have a life choice that you continue in walking in sin. Not that you'll never sin because we all are subject to sin while we're in this world. But he's saying if you follow me, you will not make a walking decision to continue in sin. But you will have the light of life. So the light and life are inseparable. God is the light. He brings you life. Usually when we hear this metaphor, we think of how light exposes darkness to condemn it. Those that are in the dark, we kind of feel that way. Jesus is reminding us that eventually everything's going to be under the light. Everything in your life, think about it. Everything you've done, everything you've thought, every place you've went, every piece of your life that we, and my life, <laughs> that even yet still I choose to sometimes hide in the darkness, will be exposed into the light. Nothing will be hidden and not revealed and brought to the light. That's kind of scary. <laughs> That's, that, might, that might be a little scary about who you are, what you do, what you decide, what you think. Sometimes that light is just overpowering. It's like it's blinding. I, my 25th wedding anniversary, we flew to Maui, left LAX, and it was dark and gloomy and like, this is not a summer vacation. You couldn't see. I'm laying there next to the window in the plane. And I kind of fell asleep. And before you know it, what happened was we rose above the cloud line and the, the light was so, the sun was so bright it, like through my eyelids, it blinding my eyes, and I woke up. Like that's how bright, it was so overwhelming. I was like, I wasn't ready for it. I had to shut the little window. And sometimes that's how Jesus is, the light of Jesus comes to us. It's, it's a little bit overwhelming. He's saying everything hidden is going to be revealed and brought into the light. Many times we try to run from God. You ever tried to run from God? Because I'm not, I'm, I've had times in my life, even as a pastor, that I'm kind of running from God because I'm really not ready to step into the light of reality and exposure and openness to that level. I'm going to kind of hold on to my stuff because I don't want to deal with it. And I kinda, I'm, I'm kind of not ready to go into the full light of Christ to shine in me and expose the things going on in my life. The thing is, we're, we're all walking in darkness. We've got to realize because we can't see in the dark. Look again at John 12, 35. The one who walks in darkness does not know where he's going. You see, you don't know what you don't know. We're going to talk about this tomorrow, uh, tonight. 
really dive into this tonight about your life and what, what is going on in your life. But you don't know what you don't know, right? Do you? No, you don't know. And the light of Christ shining into our life, now that starts to expose and show us the what we didn't know. Now we, we do know what we didn't know. Now we can make a decision about it. That's what the light is trying to do in our life. But th there's different levels of darkness. There's the partial darkness. Like if, I, if, the, if the whole thing went dark in here and I lit a little match, it would be a little bit of light, right? See about two feet around it. Just a little light. Not a lot of light, but if you could be in the corner, I wouldn't see you. So sometimes we have just a little light going. Then if we got a flashlight out and used the flashlight, a lot more light, but not really a lot, you could still kind of hide in the darkness. If we took a lamp and put a 40-watt bulb in it, and, and we all stood in a circle on the outside, you can kind of see silhouettes of people, but not a lot, that's not just a, it's just a partial light. You couldn't really see the fullness of what is there to be seen. And if we took like 300-watt bulbs and set those up, you see a lot more of each other in the light. If we took the top off in the middle of the day and, and let the sun shine in, you'd see everybody because it's all lit up. And sometimes we choose these partial insights of light that we allow into our life, and it shows a dim glimmer of the sin within us, but not enough to really expose it. It's the same about our insights, our emotions, our hurts, our failures, the sins done against us, our wrongs. We don't like putting that out there in the light. We're like, hey, whoa, that's the stuff I'm putting down here. We'll talk about that tonight. I put it in this closet, I close the door, and I say it's not there. Not a big deal. It's a long time ago. It doesn't matter. That's what we do. On that day, man, they were, I was fully exposed. I mean, nothing being hidden now from Graham. They're going to take this scope and go up into my lower intestines to see what's going on. See, I was walking in darkness, and I didn't know where I was going. That night in the hospital when they did that, and they left me there, I was there three days in that hospital. I just laid there thinking I could die in this place at 19, watching that blood go out of me into a bucket and put it into me. God was doing a work in my life. I did not even know God. I had been to church once in a while because my girlfriend of four years, she was like the pastor's, you know, niece. And so every now and then I'd show up to shut her mom up, you know, that kind of boyfriend. Worst, don't ever get a boyfriend like I was. And so I'm laying there and I'm just, it's kind of going through me. I'm feeling the, looking back 39 years ago, I'm feeling the light of Jesus shining into my life, into the sin of my life. I didn't just do drugs physically and my body's going to die. My soul is dying. You understand? The sin, sin was killing me way more than that, those drugs. Because this is, this is not eternal. This is temporal, this body. My soul is eternal. I'm terrified. What's going to happen to my soul with the sin of darkness in my life? And I'm laying there. About the third day, third day in the hospital, about four in the morning, I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with what I'm feeling. I don't know what I'm feeling here. God, the light of God is shining and exposing my heart. And I turn the TV on. This is a true story now. Turn the TV on, no channels. I'm like, I've been watching TV for three days. I'm a click, click, click. I couldn't, what's wrong with the cable in this hospital? I came across one fuzzy channel, and it was a TV preacher. Back in the 70s, he used to do it like this. I know you're out there, son. God's looking for you. You need to give your life to Jesus. I'm like, click. I'm turned off. Like, what the heck's, oh my gosh. So, well, I'll just turn on my radio, my personal radio. I brought from home. I've been listening to classic rock. But it's, it's classic rock to you, but back then it was just rock. You know, because it was 1980. I turn my radio on, scrolling through FM. No, not one channel. I've been listening to my channels 
for three days. And now one, what's wrong with this hospital? What, there's a signal barrier or something? I couldn't find one FM channel. So I switched to AM just to ha- have some noise in my head to quit thinking about what I didn't even realize God was bringing to my mind and my heart. And I'm scrolling through AM. No lie, I find one channel. It's a radio preacher. I know you're out there, son. God's like, oh my God, I turned it off. And that's when, that's when I made the, the, the deal with God. And just so you know, you can't make a deal with God. But I didn't know. And so I, got, I said, God, if, you, if you'll get me out of this, God, I'll give you the rest of my life like I gave the devil my whole life. And I fell asleep. That's when I woke up the next morning with no blood coming out. The light of Jesus, it, would, it did not show up to condemn my life, though I felt condemned by my sin. He showed up to bring life and light to my life. The light that exposed the sin that felt condemning really was saying, no, run to me. I am here to show you the way out. I can kill the sin. I've died for the sin. Come to me. Don't hide in it. Don't keep covering it up. Don't live in the darkness of your sin. So many of us keep our distance from God. We want just enough light to see in the darkness, but not so much light where we are seen in our darkness. Isn't that true? I want to be able to kind of know where to go in life and not be really off the edge of living in sin, but I don't want to be so much light that, I, that you see me in my darkness of sin, that I'm exposed, fully exposed. We kind of live in the middle there. It's called lukewarm, half-hearted. And it, hey, Jesus is not calling you to half-hearted. He's saying, I went all in for you. I gave my whole life for you, and I'm calling you to give your whole life to me, not parts of it. The most profound thing Jesus is saying here is, yes, this light does shine light into all the darkness, the lies, the attitudes, the sin, the brokenness, the pain, but it's to draw close to me because of the light, so I can expel the darkness of sin out of your life. You see, that thing that exposes you the most is that thing that gives life to you the most. God's light shining in your heart is his Holy Spirit convicting, convincing you of the darkness within. So often we hear this light of God and we think judgment. We read out of John 8, 12, just backtrack, I won't show it up there, but, you know, he really brought freedom and and forgiveness. In John 8, 1 through 11, there's a story about, maybe you've heard it, about the woman caught in adultery. And the religious guys, the supposed to be spiritual guys, who were kind of living a double life, they drug her out in front of Jesus and what what do we do here? Moses' law says she sinned, we should condemn her and stone her. That's what happened before Jesus. You get caught in your sin, you die for it right there or whatever the the case may be. And so they brought out and they wanted to know, what are you going to say about this, Jesus? Because we know God's law through Moses was if she's caught in adultery, we drag her out, we stone her to death. And here's what Jesus said to him. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what. The, the, The one of you that has no sin in your life, you go ahead and throw the first stone at her. And then his Holy Spirit was like shining lights in their heart, like, well, I, I did the same thing, but I haven't been caught yet. I embezzled money, and, then, and I did that, and they just started, they all just kind of walked away. Funny how Jesus does that. And he, and he asked her that day, hey, where are your accusers? And she looked around, now she deserved death and stoning under God's law. But Jesus is bringing in a new hope of life instead of death, if you'll turn to him. And she said, there's no one here to accuse me. And this is what Jesus said. He said, neither do I condemn you. Go, but leave your life of sin. And then he said, 
Verse 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but he'll have the light of life. He's not condemning her by shining her sin. He says, run from the sin. I am here to give you life. If you're here this morning and really, hey, you go to church, you go to youth group, you read your Bible, you do the devotional. You got, a, you got all the bases covered. Really, really in your heart, really, to be honest with yourself and with God who already knows if you're living in sin, if the things you do, the places you go, what you see, what you listen to, are really outside of the light of God, the holiness of God, it's okay as long as you say, hey, I, I really, I'm really living a life of sin, and I'm, I'm playing a game with God. Man, that's, that's not saying, when you come out, I'm going to smash you. He's saying, come out and let me heal you, set you free give you life and expel the darkness sin out of your life. Jesus said, the one among you cast first stone. Nobody could do it. I love this part. See, these guys were sure the light would expose and condemn her instead of cover her and forgive her. Jesus wants to transform us by the light, not condemn us. 1 John 1, 5, let's go back to that one real quick. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in the darkness, we lie to ourselves and do not practice the truth. Are you more comfortable in and around God and his holiness, or in and around darkness and sin? Last thought. This, that place where you're the most exposed to Jesus is the place where you're most safe in his light. I'm going to have Brian come back up. We're going we're gonna to pray here at the end. So I'm, my challenge here is this morning is this. Be real with where you're at. Maybe you've never been that transparent honest about the sin that you have in your life. And you're living really a shadow of what Christ wants for you. And he's here today saying, hey, look, just like that woman, I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to shine the light on the darkness of your sin to expose it like he did for me that day in the hospital. And when I thought, if I admit this and accept this is my life, I will be condemned. And what I found was the total opposite. When I admitted it, when I said, yes, I am, I live this life, please forgive me. He, the light brought me into him. He gave me life that I did not have. See, I was living my life for granted. I thought I got this life. I'm in charge of me. I kind of felt him saying, how's that working for you, Grant? I'll tell you, it wasn't working. And where there's that depth of sin that drove you to a hospital bed almost nine, or just dabbling in a little bit of sin because you just want your way and it feels good and it's satisfying. And so you kind of always kind of like, you're kind of always shattered. You're kind of like in a match level of light because to really expose your whole life if you're living in sin to the holy God of light the lie is that he's going to condemn you and cook you. And the truth is, no, he's going to bring you out. See, he already paid for the cooking of your sin. He was already, he already took the sin on himself. He already died for your sin. You can't die for it again unless you don't accept him. Then it's on you. What better place to be really real with yourself than right here this morning? You can step out of the darkness into the light. 
Look past the fear of rejection and condemnation. Let the Holy Spirit of God, His light shine in your heart to expose the darkness and run into the light for forgiveness, for healing, for hope. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, that's me. Maybe you need to do the ABCs. It's real simple. A, you need to admit you're living in sin. Admit what God already knows. <laughs> a, admit. B, it's the ABCs. A, B, a believe. I believe that Jesus is the Savior and his light has come to set me free and give me hope. C, I confess. I, Jesus, I confess my sin to you. Would, you. would you forgive me of my sins? Would you cleanse me from the unrighteousness that I've been living in? Because I want to be in, I want to be in good standing with you. I want to walk in the light as you are in the light. I want the light of life in my soul. Maybe that's you today. God knows you. He knows where your heart is. And as he shines the Holy Spirit light into your heart right now, it is not to... It's to expel the darkness. It's to, it's to show the sin, but save the sinner. That's what he's here for you today. Just bow your heads for a moment. I want you to be real honest. Maybe it's your first time here. You've never even been exposed to church or camp. Just a friend brought you. Maybe you're the pastor's son. You're supposed to have it all together and not be a life of sin. And you're just kind of going through the motions, faking it. Here's the real question. Has today's word by the Holy Spirit of God, has it shown you that you're, you're living in the darkness of sin that you chose? And he wants to bring you out of that and give you hope and salvation and set you free. If that's what you need this morning, I want you to raise your hand. Raise it up high so I can see it. He sees your hand. He knows your heart. He already knows your heart, so don't keep your hand down. Raise it again. Raise it up. Keep it up. Several hands. God knows. You can put them down. This is the day where he sets you free. This is the day like it was for me. 19 years old, in the house that day where, where I said, I, will, I, will, I, I give you my sin, would you? shine your light in my heart and save my soul. Would you take the barbell of sin off of my neck and free me? And he did. And the lie was that it would condemn me and send me away from him. But the, the truth was it drew me right to him like he's doing right now for you in your heart today. There is no sin you commit that is outside of his ability to forgive. And so today we're going to pray that he would forgive you. You admitted it. You believe he's a savior and then we're going to confess it to him that God make us anew. Let your light shine in our heart that we might be the sons of God full of hope. Lord, we thank you today, this morning, for your word that you promised us hope. You give us the light of the gospel in our heart. You've shown the sin in our life and we admit it, God, and we say, yes, would you take it and remove it from our life? We ask you to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness. God, we ask you into our heart, would you be my Savior? Would you be the Lord of my life? I give my life to you. I lay it down. I make you the throne of my heart, and I move myself away from the throne of my heart. I want you to be in charge of me. I want to walk in the light as you are in the light. I want to be called your son, your daughter, and that is a promise he gives you right now today in this place. Thank you, Jesus, for your saving grace.
that though you use light to expose the sin of our darkness, it's really to show us the power of the light that it has. Your Holy Spirit, you're the gospel of Jesus, the good news of you. Thank you for saving souls this morning. In Jesus' name.